Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes each day, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. But being in God's Word every day also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God. And that's important for our eternal destiny. It also helps keep us with a more positive spiritual mindset to be able to deal with life every day. And life throws a lot at us every day, doesn't it? We always encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally, literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody get to heaven. A great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everyone you can. We're coming toward the end of our line of thought and study, asking the very profound question, soul-searching question, where is your life going? Where is your life going? Well, James talks about the person who sort of lays out some plans in his life or her life without really thinking about God's direction, God's blessings, God's guidance and wisdom. In James chapter 4, beginning with verse 15, James writes, Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and or what is right to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. Well, when the person plans out his life, short-term or long-term, and as we've been emphasizing in this particular line of thought and study, most people really don't have a hard and fast long-term plan for their life. They just kind of go through life, whichever way the life, you know, blows them, just kind of being blown with the wind. They have some broad, surface-level kinds of wishes, dreams. They might call them goals, but they don't really have a steadfast plan to achieve those goals. So they just kind of go through life. And most of the time, most people, they get to the point where they should be able to enjoy goals that they have set out and worked to achieve. Well, they did not achieve them because they really did not set out a plan, a steadfast, you know, hard and fast plan to achieve those goals. So they end up perhaps disappointed to some degree. And that's unfortunate because it does not have to be that way. Where is your life going? Where is your life going? A wise person takes time to plan his life or her life. A married couple plans their finances so they can afford to buy a house or maybe a new car, 
or maybe there needs to be clothes for the kids growing up, and so they set aside some funds so that as the kids get older and bigger and they outgrow and wear out their previous line of clothing, they're able to go out and buy them new ones. They also make sure that they have some medical insurance laid out so that if injury or illness hits them, they have the coverage to be able to take care of those needs from a financial perspective. They probably have a doctor also who is their primary physician, so they know they can turn to that particular doctor in the case of illness or injury. They plan the size of their family that they want to raise. Do they want children? If they want children, how many do they want? One, two, three, four, whatever. They plan for their children's education, and so they try to nurture and encourage their children through their primary education years and then their high school years, and they try to encourage them on an ongoing basis to look toward their future, to plan out for some kind of of field of, of dreams, so to speak, but not just wild wishes, but something you want to do with your life. What are you good at? What kind of career do you want to be able to build and move into and advance in? So they set up savings or pension plan for their own retirement as well. People plan for vacations, and all kinds of people carry day planners in their phones, or maybe even still in book form. They carry them around with them, and they have their schedules all laid out. I'm supposed to be at this appointment at this time. I'm supposed to see the doctor at this time. I'm supposed to meet so-and-so at this time. We do that all the time, don't we? All kinds of people make those kinds of plans and preparations. And you know what? That's a good thing. It's wise to plan in all these areas of life. But they're still, to a great extent, they're still kind of surface-level plans because they're not looking forward to the ultimate destination that everybody should be planning out and working toward, and that's an eternal home with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit in heaven. One day, we're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ and give account of the things done in the body. In other words, how we've lived our life here on this earth, whether good or bad. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 10. And that day the Apostle Paul wrote as, or, or said, is appointed by God. It's going to be, and God already knows what day that's going to be. Well, what does James say here in James chapter 4, verses 13 through 17? We make all these plans in life, and a lot of them are really just surface-level plans. We never lay out a hard and fast plan of action to ultimately achieve the goals that the plans are supposed to ultimately bring us to and accomplish. But James says we make a lot of plans without asking God into the planning process, without asking God for his will to be done, help us to see your will, for his wisdom to guide us in ultimately executing those plans to achieve those goals without asking him for his wisdom and protection and his blessings upon those plans. And how many times do people actually ask God, please help me to see clearly if this is not your will? James says we just tend to make plans on our own 
without asking God into the plans, without asking God for his guidance, his blessings, his approval, without asking God to help us to see if this is not the way we should go. And so James says, making your own plans without, for life without God? He says, that's arrogance. Arrogance. You should be seeking God's will. You should be seeking God's direction and his blessings upon your goals or his letting you know, making you aware that if that is not his goal for your life, that that's not a good goal for you to make for your life. And James says in verse 17, to him who knows what is right and does not do it, to him it is sin. Where is your life going right now? Where is your life going? In the face of all the, big, of all the planning that we typically do, many of us carelessly fail to ask God into our plans. And it is not surprising then that so many of us also fail to plan for the most important day of our existence. And that is the day that we'll all stand before our Lord at judgment. We talked about in this particular line of thought and study about the father who asked his little boy, have you ever thought about your future? And his son said, I got it all planned out. Got it all figured out. And his father said, great, tell me about it. And so the boy began walking his father through all the stages of his life. He said, when I graduate from high school, I'm going to go to college. His father said, fine, son, then what? His son said, after he graduated from college, he'd get a well-paying job and buy a big house and a nice car. And his dad said, great, then what? And the boy said that he'd get married, raise a family, just like his dad. His dad said, wonderful, son, then what? The son figured, well, I'll probably work until I'm old enough to retire. And then his father said, excellent, son, then what? Well, son said, well, I figure I'll probably live my golden years traveling and enjoying my grandchildren. Splendid, son, then what? Well, then you're the son came to realize uh, there's only one more stage, and he said, I guess I'll die. And then his father very seriously looked his son straight in the eyes and asked him one last time, okay, son, then what? Where is your life going? Are you preparing for eternity? Are you preparing your life right now for that day when you'll stand before your Lord and sitting on his judgment seat and ask you, what have you done with your life? You'll have to give account for how you've lived your life throughout, whether good or bad. How are you living your life right now? Are you working the plan to get to heaven? Are you living by God's teachings? Success for a, an athlete comes when a thousand hours of preparation meet one moment of opportunity. Now maybe that's an Olympic runner in a race. Maybe that's a football player. Maybe that's a baseball player. Maybe that's a golfer or a basketball star. A Stanford University study showed that we are 70% more likely to reach our goals if we write them down and they're staring us in the face, and then we can lay out a plan of action 
to reach our goals successfully. What are you doing to move forward? Where is your life going right now? Have you thought about that? It's a profound question. It's an extremely important line of thought. What are you doing to get ready for that ultimate question when you breathe your last? And the question is, and then what? Let's pray. Father, help us to be ready to face our Lord, your Son, in judgment, in eternity. Help us to live our lives so that we can look forward to that day with confident expectation of an eternal reward with you and him and the Holy Spirit in heaven. Help us along this line, Father. Guide us, please. Give us your wisdom, please. And now, Father, please, we pray. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.